welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest that I had on in the past because I like him so much, I had to bring him back on. I wanted some more from him. So today's guest is uh, Allison Levine, who is owner over at Please the Palette and host of the Wine Soundtrack Podcast. So Allison, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adam. It's good to be back. So I'm excited to get into uh, what you're doing over at Please the Palette and also over at the Wine Soundtrack Podcast. Um, let's just, uh, you know, I don't want to assume that all our new listeners heard your original episode, so let's just start with what you're doing over at Please the Palette. So tell us a little bit more about the business, please. Sure. Uh, Please the Palette is a small boutique agency. Um, Generally, it's me, and (laughs) I work with a lot of people, you know, that I outreach to, but it's generally me, and I work with wine regions, and I organize wine events for the industry. That's the primary thing I do, but I'm also a freelance writer, and that's where the name Please the Palette kind of came up, um, where I get to, I share different tastes from food to travel to wine, cocktails, and write about it and um, blog about it and then write for a number of outlets. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about your Instagram for a moment? Uh, I was telling you in the opening show notes, I'm like, every time you come up with my feed, I'm like either thirsty or hungry or something that looks tasty. I mean, please the palate is an understatement. So uh, in these events, you do, I mean, they're they're amazing. Um, so let's, let's talk about what, what you have going in 2020 because uh, I, I know what's going to happen on my feed. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I kind of juggle the different things. So I'm working on some events um, where I work with with the Delm region, which is a region in Portugal. So we're going to be doing some events on the East Coast coming up um, in the first quarter. Um, in Los Angeles, where I'm based, I'm working on a fun project called Cava Discovery Week, where a number of restaurants will participate promoting Cava for two for a week, um, you know, different promotions that they might offer. So that's in, in its beginning stages, but that'll be announced soon, uh, who's participating and what they're doing. Um, so working on the event side and then working with some others, promoting events, organizing events, um, <laughs> can't even keep up. And then writing. So just I've been having a lot of great experiences, meeting so many great wine makers and just writing up their the experiences and stories. So I have a weekly column in the Napa Valley Register, so that keeps me busy. And then my blog, it please the palate, and then other other story, you know, assignments come to me and throw me down another path. So it's just keeping me busy. <laughs> I have no idea how you keep up. Um, let's, uh, yeah, that's, I have no idea. Um, let's switch it up. I do want to get into your podcast. So um, for those that yeah. haven't heard of it yet, so Wine Soundtrack. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about it, please. Well, Wine Soundtrack uh, originally launched Italy in 2017. And then at the very end of 2018, uh, Claudio Lataglia, uh, who's the founder, asked me to launch it in the U.S. And so it's a really fun podcast. It's getting to know winemakers and winery owners in approximately 30 questions. Uh, the questions range from some general information about their wineries and them, and then more personal questions about them as wine drinkers and 
as human beings, um, you know, what they do in their free time. There are some fun, silly questions and some thought-provoking questions. Uh, and it's just a really great way to get to know the people who make the products that we love to drink. And also, you know, a lot of times what makes us love a wine that we drink is the company that we're drinking with um, or the people that we meet that make it. And it gives a connection to it. So hopefully people get to know these winemakers who are all fascinating in their own right. Some of them very funny. Some of them just so, like, intellectual, you know, they just mm. kept kept talking and I I can't stop them because I enjoy it so much. That's amazing. Can you give us, just to give us a flavor, uh, you don't have to use any specifics, but a, a flavor of an example of one of the stories that sticks out to you from the podcast so that, because uh, I because I want, I, I know the work you're doing, but I definitely want my audience to go over there and check it out. <laughs> so to give them just a little, a little hint or flavor, pun intended. Well, I mean, the questions that I ask are basically the same for each of the winemakers. It's just how they answer them that's so fascinating. So, um, for example, I had recently for the new year written a, a column actually based out of this um, where one of the questions I asked the winemakers is, you know, can you tell me like what's one piece one piece of advice that you've sort of carried with you, like that someone gave you over time or that really plays a role in your life. And, um, you know, and it just inspired me because I got everything. Some people gave me things that their parents said or that mentors said. Some people said things where it was advice about making wine. So, you know, everyone had a very different way to interpret it. And I just went through all the interviews I've done. I've done over 100 interviews now. And wow. um, I went through a bunch just pulling out some of my favorite quotes. And I have a couple here if you want me to share. I, um, you know I was going to ask. I absolutely want you to share. Yeah, so, you know, these are winemakers from all over the United States, and so uh, let's see here. Um, I had Brent Stone from King Estate in Willamette Valley. Um, he was taught to take a team approach and work and learned a philosophy that when you're working for someone else, um, it's always good to give credit of success to others. But mm. when you're in charge, if something goes wrong, you take full responsibility. Um Let's see, some good quotes. Um, oh, there are so many. Ryan Hodges of Fell Wines in Anderson Valley remembered a quote that his mom had posted on a wall when he was growing up that said, the only constant is change. Wow. Um, Jeff, Jeff Pizzoni of Pizzoni Family Wines in the Santa Lucia Highlands had something that his father had wrote inside a book. Um, his father had written this inside a book cover that he had given to his son that said, the best winemakers are the most prepared and interfere the least. So that was more winemaking, you know, advice. Um, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I'm like, oh, I love it. I, I, and that's why I needed you to give us, like, some actual from the podcast because I know, I know the great work you're doing. So, I mean, I love promoting podcasters, but I know the, the additional you put in. I mean, you could tell that, I mean, those responses, I mean, it's very personal. So, especially for the winemakers, the craft, and what draws them to it. And I, I think it's interesting, especially with some of the family lineages, um, that you, I'm, you, without doubt, I'm guessing they go through. You can just tell based off of their answer to that question. I mean, a quote from a book, a quote that her mother had hung up. I mean, that's amazing stuff. Yeah, I mean, there, there's just so many great things. You know, a lot of them are inspirational thoughts that, that they want to pass on to other people as well. Um, Erica Sandcliffe from Trombata Family Wines had said that she gave me two pieces. She said, first, you should learn from the best that you can be the best, but then you must find your own path. And then she said, second, you have to be the hardest worker and outwork everyone else. 
And she is one of the hardest working young winemakers wow. out there, and she is living her the advice that she's been given. So, you know, it's great to know what they're inspired by, and it, it you know, it puts a lot of thought into, you know, what inspires all of us every day. Especially, and especially what goes into the bottle. Like, that's amazing, like, to hear these stories and to uh, to be able to warm up to the brand and what they're doing, and and, and that's just an amazing thing. I love it. Um, so, Allison, <laughs> um, I know you have quite a few different outlets, so let, let's start going through some of them. So if somebody's listening to this, they want to read or listen to you or learn more about Please the Palette, um, what are some of the best ways for them to reach out and to connect with your content? Well, I make it really easy because it's a one-stop shop. You can come to pleasethepalette.com. From there, you can look under writing and see all the outlets and articles that I've written and different topics. You can go to the blog, uh, which um, has all the – you can look everything up there, too. Uh, For Instagram, you go to plsthepalette. That's more images of what's being – eaten and drank. And buyer beware on that one. Buyer beware. Buyer beware, I'm just saying. <laughs> I followed it, and it was uh, it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> um, and there are, you know, chefs and winemakers and stuff. And then uh, on Twitter, PLS The Palette. Um, and then there's a Facebook page, Please The Palette. So, you know, you can find... You know, I share all my articles on Twitter and and uh, Facebook. Um, there's also some fun wine videos I do with the wine weirdos, so little one-minute wine reviews that you can find as well um, on Instagram or other or any of those outlets. Fantastic. Well, hey, Allison, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about uh, what you're doing over there at Please the Palette to Educate and Spread the Stories and also Wine Soundtrack, the Wine Soundtrack podcast. Everyone listening to this, if you have any interest in wine or entrepreneurship, as you can see, um, head on over to uh, Wine Soundtrack soundtrack and uh, give it a listen and give it a subscribe. Um, And to the audience, Um, as always, thank you for – go ahead, please. Yeah, Adam, I was going to say also Wine Soundtrack has apps for both um, droids and um, iPhones. It's on all the all the various, um, you know, outlets, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, SoundCloud. But if you go to the winesoundtrack.com website, you can search by country. There's the U.S. They also have it in Italian and Italy, um, Brazil, um, South Africa, and an international category, which is also in English. And you can read about the winery, see photos, and listen to the podcast. Oh, amazing. So definitely download the app even better. Even easier. I love it. Um, <laughs> perfect. Um, well, hey, again, uh, Allison, appreciate you coming on. And um, thanks again. I look forward to catching up for our – maybe we will do Reunion 2021. I'm in. I want to hear what's coming on next. So thanks again. <laughs> well, thank you.